This episode of Good Morning Jonestown is brought to you by Restaurant Iron. With southern flair and a contemporary twist, the Restaurant Iron dining experience elevates downtown Pensacola's culinary offerings to a new standard. The theme is locally sourced, handmade, and detail-focused for every recipe prepared in our open kitchen and presented by a knowledgeable and professional staff in a comfortable yet elegant Southern-inspired setting. Voted Best Restaurant in Pensacola, which I think is saying a lot because there's some great fine dining experiences right in downtown area. You know, you could head south on Palafox and get a really, uh, another really great steak, you know? Yeah, 15 years ago. Or, you know, or you could go right around the corner and uh, get some really, some really good sushi. Made by a white person. Hey, or you could go right up the street and get some uh, great tapas. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even know that was still a thing. Or, you know, uh, if you want to head down to the water, you can visit the uh, the Twin Towers of Pensacola. Yeah, the 9-11 of restaurants. Which, oddly enough, was the last time it, that place was relevant. Never forget that. You can sit by the water and have a really incredible dining experience. And have grits for an entree. You know, like Guy Fieri would do. Or you could have some more great sushi made by another white person that also has uh, ranch dressing, bacon, and Gruyere cheese crumbles on it for some reason. Or you could head over to 22 North Palafox Restaurant Iron and have the greatest dining experience of your life. The choice is yours, really. The thoughts and opinions of Good Morning Jonestown do not reflect those of Restaurant Iron. Restaurant Iron, 22 North Palafox. This segment of Good Morning Jonestown is brought to you by Patreon, specifically our Patreon. The first 20 people to join at the $5 tier or higher will be entered into a drawing where we will select one of you to be our very first and possibly only guest ever on the show. Yes, so uh, sign up, become a patron at uh, Patreon. If you just Google Good Morning Jonestown Patreon, it'll be the first thing that comes up. And we appreciate all of your support and we love you. We love you. And uh, here's just a short little taste of what you can find on our Patreon bonus episodes. Dude, Ryan, the only thing we'll ever have in common is that we'll both be married to white women. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy. We asked, uh, we asked for some viewer mail, and uh, golly, did did we get some? <laughs> some. So we've um, we've selected uh, super fan Jeff Pfeiffer in Alaska. In fucking Alaska. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, Jeff, for what listening. Did, what did Jeff have to tell us? Jeff says, "I'd have to say I like the sponsor promos the best, and I also like the one guy who leaves voice messages who loves Randy Macho Man Savage. I like that guy too." 
More of that stuff. How about have the Randy Savage guy call a dehumidifier service center about his dehumidifier not working for his sex room, but like a real prank call? Can we do that? I think we can. Yeah, I think we can do that for yeah, Jeff. Yeah, we can do that. We can totally do that for you, Jeff. Oh, he wrote, he had an addendum too. Oh, did he? He said, like, you know, how moist it can get. It can get really moist. Hmm, what kind of fucking is Jeff doing? <laughs> Good job, buddy. All right, Jeff. Well, we're going to give this a shot for you. Hope you like it, buddy. Thank you. We love you. Thank you. Hello. Thank you for calling Sears Outlet Stores, where you can buy Sears quality merchandise at outlet prices. Sure sounds like a we good are open person. extended hours seven days a week. For this location's exact hours, please visit the store info link on SearsOutlet.com. If you speak to an associate, please hold and someone will be with you momentarily. Sorry for your wait, this is John. How can I help you? Hello. Hello, yes. Yeah, How can I help you? I, I was calling about the dehumidifier. I had called Sears and they told me to contact y'all directly. Okay, know. what was the last name on the purchase? I, I don't know. I received it as a Secret Santa gift, uh, which our family, with our Secret Santa, we have two policies, secrecy, and everybody has to buy their stuff at Sears. So it I definitely gotcha. came from Sears. I don't okay, now it. Sears I, Outlet, sir, we're a totally different corporation. I'm not affiliated with Sears. No, sir. No, sir. I calling the place that it was purchased at. We all go to Sears Outlet, where I've purchased a washer, a washer and a dryer. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but in order for me to facilitate some sort of return or exchange, I will will need a receipt. Here's the thing, sir. I've contacted. Everyone, and I was told to contact you. The, the getting it taken care of is secondary to my first problem, which is that this thing is shaking. It is, has sparks coming out of it, and it is unplugged. And yes, I sir. am in fear that my house is about to be burnt down in a dehumidifier. At the moment, yes, sir. currently, there's smoke in the air. Yes, sir. <laughs> In the house, and I am in imminent danger, and I would like to tell you that personally, so you are aware. And yes, I sir, I understand that. Make sure you keep that thing unplugged now. It don't is don't plug it back in. Now it was working. It was working fine. I'll be. I'll give you complete access. Uh, my wife and I do have a, a lifestyle which. I mean, we we're putting off more moisture than most couples, and uh, it started to spark, and the house is now full of smoke. I cannot locate my wife um, within the household, and I need someone to help me immediately. Have you called 911, sir? Yes, sir, and they told me to call you. So let me get this straight. So the emergency the department that is in charge of fire and rescue told you to call this store that you purchased it from? Sir, they know myself and my family quite well. And uh, we called and they told us to contact the place of purchase directly. Okay. As well, well as your parent company. Yes, sir. Now, Sears, we are not, we're not, uh, the a parent with them or affiliated with them whatsoever. The, 
The song I'm talking about, your parent company, the Sears Outlet Corporation, sir, of which I am a stockholder. Yes, sir. Now the Sears, the Sears Outlet, we're our own, we're our own corporation. I'm That's a, who I work for. I work for Sears Outlet. I understand that. That's what I'm talking about, sir. I was told to contact you directly. Okay, I understand that, sir. And I'm trying to get from you is some sort of proof of purchase. I, I have. Uh, I can send you a picture of it right now. I will text you and show it to you. I, uh, I apologize, sir, perfect. but that does nothing for me. I mean, I, I, I can't I can't give you money for, on a picture. You know I what I mean? don't need money, sir. I need to be rescued. Yes, sir. So my wife and I had friends over for a social gathering, a group outing, if you will, and we have created so much steam with our bodies that we are now in threat of death. And I'm asking for you, another human being, to put all emotions that you have attached to the Sears Outlet Corporation or its parent companies, Sears Roebuck, whatever the fuck, on the back burner and save my life, sir, from one human being that's next yes, to um, another one. Yes, sir. I'm trying to do that. Uh, and you did not contact 911, the emergency services? I did. They're, I think, frankly, I think they're sick of us. They come out in here all the time, and this time they said, you look, just call Sears. Okay. Yes, sir. Hold on. Dude, he's probably calling 911, dude. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Dude, he's yeah, probably yeah. calling the fucking police, dude. Yeah, being a fucking dickhead. And you did call 911. There's like five practices in enlightenment. No, I don't know how many, but like basically the the saying, they all have some variation of the saying. Mm -hmm. Like in Japanese Zen, it's like upon reaching Satori, you'll find that there's nothing left to do but have a laugh. Yeah. Dude, I'm enlightened then. There's some Buddhist there's some Buddhist quote, um, when you finally see how perfect everything is, you'll tilt your head and laugh to the sky. Mm -hmm. And there's all these like, there's all these proverbs about enlightenment that it all comes back around to humor. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's interesting. I feel like um, I'm enlightened in kind of like a fucked up, <laughs> fucked up way. I saw that there was like, did you see in California, there was like a shooting at some bar. It was called the Something Bar and Grill, by the way. Much like the place where we do comedy, Bar and Grill, where I thought someone was going to pull out a fucking gun <laughs> at the open mic like 15 times. And it was on the news. I just put, I go to the, the part that's like breaking news right. on YouTube and just hit play in the morning and see what's going on. It was right. all about some shooting. And they were interviewing some woman that was there and she was crying. And the first thing that came out of my mouth is, she's a pretty good crisis actor. <laughs> she's good. I would totally hire her for my next crisis. <laughs> um, yeah, that's dude. what it is, though, dude. Laughing at shit. But see, that's the whole thing is uh, the whole story always here in Zen and all these, you know, myths around it, too, where, like, some some person goes and seeks out this Zen temple or mm. monastery or whatever, and they want to be enlightened. Right. And so... The Zen master comes outside and he says, ah, there's no room inside. Like, we don't want, we don't want any people here. Mm -hmm. So they sleep outside. 
you know, this goes on until it's all the they're all tests, right? Some Kill Bill shit. Kind of, yeah. I mean, there's correlations with mm. all the martial arts stuff for sure. And so and so then this whole you go through essentially you go through all this training. You have to wash his car <laughs> wax on and wax off and basically you go through all this to learn a very tough lesson that you are already enlightened. Really? <laughs> Cool. So everyone listening, just don't do shit. <laughs> don't do shit. Don't do shit. Don't do shit, shit with your life. Shit. You're perfect. Well, there is a, I mean, philosophically, there's some truth to that, right? Yeah. Like the quality of your life is way more important than what you actually do. Of course, if you value quality based off what you do, then it's it's connected. I feel like this is you saying that that person who shot the bar up was like a good person. <laughs> Like the quality, the quality of your life doesn't matter. It's like, <laughs> are you doing what you want to do to who you want to do it to? I think you heard that completely wrong. Quantity <laughs> of your life, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm saying right now. You're on LSD, <laughs> and it must be a lot because I feel weird. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna try. Well, y'all start telling people that I'm a um, I'm a Zen master, and that my house <laughs> is a, the temple. And y'all send some people over. I'm gonna get them to sleep outside, <laughs> wash the car, take the dogs out, just build me a home on somewhere. You need to build me a house, and then and I'm like, you're there. You, it, I'll laugh at them because that's it's about humor. And then I'll say. <laughs> You're enlightened. It's there. I see it. Now get off my property. <laughs> I, mean, I will be forced to stand my ground. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy how much that uh, all that shit gets exploited to manipulate and control people. Mm -hmm. It's like Scientology. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker, you know, Crowley said he was a fucking hack, right? Who, Elron? Yeah. No, I didn't know Yeah, that. in fact, when um, that other dude, what was his name, that L. Ron Hubbard, like, stole his wife and shit. I'm not going to think of it. Jack name. Parsons? Yeah. I was going to say Alan Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when uh, he told, because he was, like, the connection between right. uh, L. Ron and Crowley. And he told Crowley about the guy, and he was like, the guy's a hack. Like, he's a charlatan. Crowley warned him. He warned Parsons. He about said, L. Ron? Yeah. He said the... I can't remember what the quote exactly, but he was essentially like, this guy is doing black magic to take everything from you. Like essentially told him that before he even did that whole, because, you know, uh, Parsons and Elrond did some ritual, some sex ritual with Parsons' girlfriend. Yeah. And Elrond ended up like taking his girlfriend and they took all this money from him and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. And like Crowley laughed at him. Like, after it happened, he's like, I fucking told you. He was like, told he told Crowley about the ritual, and he goes, yeah, you essentially, you did a ritual to give him all your power, and now he has your woman and your money and your business. And he was like, I told you, I warned you, motherfucker. It was dark. Damn. <laughs> Crowley spotted him, apparently, according to all the, like, you know, because there were all these letters back and forth between him and Parsons. You can go read them. I will do that. And, uh... Yeah, and it's fun. like Crowley was funny, dude. He's like making fun of him and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Cuck. Cuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Elrond was a, a sick, twisted fuck. You don't say. Yeah. Boy, wouldn't it be nice to for us to get big enough to have to, like, even mi- mildly worry about saying that on a You microphone? know what the even more pathetic thing is? Probably um, we could do it now. You think? Get them to sue us. Yeah, that would be awesome, dude. Make some headlines that way. Yeah, and I mean, once they find out we're nobodies with nothing, they can't really, I mean, mm-hmm. what can they do? Yeah. We don't even have to go to court. It's like, fuck you, man. I'm not going to court. Take your wife, your money, and your power, <laughs> and then I'll laugh at you <laughs> in a letter. <laughs> I mean, people go see Tom Cruise's fucking movies, but, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would hang out with him for very long. That's the funny thing about Tom Cruise. It's like, how does he keep getting these leading man roles? They're not romance movies, albeit, yeah, whatever. Right. But he he's a leading man. And, like, what woman wants to fuck Tom Cruise? I mean, there's still women that want to fuck Tom You think Tom so? Cruise. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Not be his girlfriend. No, not just fuck him. Just fuck Tom Cruise. You think? Yeah, dude. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think so, dude. Anywhere. That's a major red flag. Anywhere. It doesn't matter, dude. Look at guys. Look at fucking serial killers on death row. They got a hundred women writing in wanting to fucking marry him. Right, but they're not Scientologists. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they are. Some of them. Yeah. No, but that's Scott a Scott Peterson. That's a fucking. That's a weird. That's a weird thing. Like, like you, you, you show me any dude in a with a substantial amount of power, and you can find. I'm not saying a lot or all by any means. Yeah, a certain group of women and dudes want to fuck that person. No, I'm. Sh- no, I didn't say dudes. I bet there's a bunch of dudes that want to fuck Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm talking about women. <laughs> there are still women that want to fight. I don't Tom think Cruise. so, dude. Hey, if you're a woman out there listening to our show, if you would still like to fuck Tom Cruise, hit us up. Maybe he ain't we... giving you no money. Yeah, no money. You do get to tell people, your friends, you fuck Tom Cruise. I mean, <laughs> what? Which? What the fuck is that gonna do for you? <laughs> it's a good story, right? I don't know if it is, man. What if he's got a big dick? No one's going to believe you, first of all. (laughs) Not because he's Tom Cruise. (laughs) They're like, dude, that guy's gay. (laughs) He didn't fuck you. Dude, that guy's gay. (laughs) That guy's gay. (laughs) He didn't fuck you. He didn't fuck you. Dude, if you had to choose gun to your head, they're like, I'm going to... There's a famous serial killer... And they're definitely a Scientologist. Who do, who do you think it is? Tell me now. If you're right, I won't shoot you in the head. But if you're wrong, I'm going to pull the trigger. And you had to make a, just your best educated guess. Which serial killer in known, well-known serial killer would you be like, ah, oh, it's a fucking Scientologist? Gacy, maybe? You think so? I'm going to lean Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because he that. was affluent. He was went to law school. Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. Now, Jeffrey Dahmer looks, well, looked. (laughs) 
he looked like what you would think like a underling Scientologist would look like. Yeah. It's like mommy and dad. He's definitely called his parents <laughs> mother <laughs> and daddy. <laughs> You know, <laughs> daddy, dude, that's a that's a red flag for me. People who call their 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 mom mother. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big red flag. Transition eyeglass lenses, also. What transitions eyeglass lenses, like the glasses that turn to sunglasses whenever oh, you go out right. in the lights? Those that's definitely serial killer all the way. You think? Yeah, if they're white. <laughs> if- why? If they're wire frames. <laughs> now, if it's like a Ray-Ban kind what? of thick frame where you're going for the chunky look yeah. on it, and then it turns to a sunglass outside, if it does it proficiently, I'll allow it. <laughs> I won't think you're a murderer. I'll still think you're a dork. Uh. <laughs> but if you have wire frame eyeglasses that turn to sunglasses when you go outside, you need to check that motherfucker's baseboards. <laughs> there's DNA baseboards. Yeah, there's <laughs> DNA evidence on those baseboards. Um, I'll keep my eye out for that. <laughs> Watch the baseboards, dude. People, met, people sleep on the I've met the guys with those glasses. Yeah. You've met the guys in the wireframe? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean I I know I have, but Yeah. I'm saying I'll 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 pay attention to that. Pay now. attention to it. I don't feel like I see that very often anymore. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> they're fucking serial killers. They're not a goddamn dime a dozen. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry there aren't more serial killers, Russell, for you to take a gander at. <laughs> I've never even met one in real life. I've met. Uh, <laughs> I have. You think you've ever met a serial killer? I mean, well, I mean, what is what would we say is the a serial killer? Yeah, I mean, I've probably met someone who's murdered before. Murdered multiple people. No, I mean, probably not. Do you think you've ever crossed paths with one? Been shopping at the same store? Probably. I mean, I, I wonder how many serial killers there. Are. You know, there's probably some estimate that's way off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not really much of a thing anymore, though, serial killers. That's probably some shit where it's like how they're like, three out of four women in college have been sexually assaulted. And if you've looked up the statistic, they'd be like, probably be like, there are 75 million serial killers living amongst us in the United States. Three out of four women in college are serial killers. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> well, with that whole Me Too thing, I almost said this the wrong way. Nothing seems more like boring and I'd rather fucking jack off than almost said consensual sex. <laughs> but like verbally consensual right. sex. Yeah. Which I have never had. Well, I'll, that's that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. That's not true. I've come home and woken my wife up before and been like, hey, can I fuck you real quick? That, and she was like, yeah, go for it. You know what I mean? That's as far as like right. verbally consensual sex. Right. It's like, we want it, you know? We want it. We want it. I don't care. I get to fuck you. Nah, I'll- dude, that's where you just come in her. 
<laughs> Did what you said. <laughs> Your Uber's here. <laughs> but yeah, as far as a uh, verbal consent in the heat of the moment, that's the most retarded thing ever, dude. Yeah. I'm with you right there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, it's one of those things. You set it, you set it up early. Right. And you're like, because, you know, a lot of times. I mean, that needs to be, all those things should just be in your bio on your social media. Probably. You know. Becky, 24, Florida born, no butt stuff. Yeah. Don't come in my face. Hey, tell me it's <laughs> raining. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever um, heard this thing? I, I heard it somewhere, and it's been a while, so I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss. I, I don't know, misrepresent it a bit. But I've, somehow, the actor Seth Rogen, I believe it was around the time that um, George Lucas was selling off Star Wars to right. Disney, and through some series of events, Seth Rogen met George Lucas. And I swear, dude, it was, he said something about George Lucas had sold it because he needed the money because he was trying to buy a spaceship to get off this planet or something because he thought the apocalypse was coming. It was something like really? that. I, th I believe so. <laughs> I'm going to need to research that. Yeah, man. That, uh, that's the problem with all the, uh, the conspiracy shit mm -hmm. is when you, when you finally get around to the realization that you are all, all of consciousness, you are all beings, all events happening at once, who's tricking you? Yeah. The government, Obama. <laughs> but I mean, really, once you realize that you are the singular consciousness that is all of existence for throughout all of time happening at once, mm -hmm. who's pulling one over on you? Yourself? Some other you? To what end? So that you could have that moment and fucking figure it out and go, oh, shit. You know who doesn't have this kind of peace right now? Probably. Mm. Fucking Koch brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. who who really wins? Who really wins? I get to make art and be surrounded by people that love me every day. Yeah. To those guys, what do they do? But what if their art is... World, dom world domination. Right. I mean, so does it? does it really fucking... Does it fuck with your art that much? I mean, in a way, it makes it better. Right. Exactly. In a way, everything shitty that happens makes art better. Yeah. And the usually the greatest art comes from places where the craziest shit is happening. Again, that this is Russell uh, once again for the second time today, co-signing on the sh mass shooting. <laughs> In California last night. No, uh, my heart goes out. I to think the what we should really examine is how every time I'm talking about this, the only thing your brain does is go, Does this mean it's okay for me to murder people? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you. <laughs> no. No. How it's how you. are you how are you interpreting what I'm saying is you it's I'm saying it's okay to kill people. <laughs> That's just the vibe you're giving off, man. I you're mean, sharpening a knife while you're saying this to me. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm honestly, just working with what you're giving if me. If you want to get real deep, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because what's really happening is you're walking into a room full of you and you're blowing a bunch of them away before you blow yourself away. Right. And then you're going on and 
being the rest of you. Well, I um, I'm not saying that that's the whole thing. It's not saying you should do it. You're just saying it is what it is. But that's where you get into that whole symbolism Lucas jacked and called the force. Mm-hmm. The, the whole idea of that is like once you understand that there's actually no such thing as good or evil, what do you do with that? Right. Do you still choose to be good for the sake of what other people interpret as good or evil? Or do you go, oh, yeah, none of this shit matters. I should just fuck things up and have a good time. Because I think that that's the kind of narrative there. That's what it tells you what kind of person you are. So what you're saying is the the col- those two Columbine kids had the force? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why would you say that? Is that what you mean? Because <laughs> it feels like that's what you mean. <laughs> I like I like that you're fitting right into what I'm saying. That when you start getting close to this knowledge, where does your brain go? This is what I'll do with it. I'll be a school shooter. Or no, I don't mean like a school shooter. I'm just saying like the force, like... <laughs> You can, you have the force. You could. I mean, on some level, use your. You could. You could use it to fly planes into buildings. Yeah, totally. Yeah, or you could use it to, you know, end apartheid. You know, what's that? (laughs) Did I mispronounce? Is that like that the name of um elementary school? This is an elementary school. But see, I think it's what you're saying. It's like, like you said, to what end? So if it's like just you going in and killing a bunch of you, what does that accomplish? Nothing. Exactly. It sets you back. Exactly. That's the whole point. So they they don't do it. They're not going in and killing anyone. What they're doing is they get crisis actors. None of it's real. <laughs> All the crying parents who lost their little children. Yeah. It's it's not. Well, I mean. It's not real. Well, you could argue philosophically that even if it is real, it's not real. Exactly. That's what I am arguing philosophically. <laughs> Unequivocally. It's bullshit. Yeah. I mean. It so is I think a... we're on the same page here. <laughs> I think we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. How you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a mood today. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly cheered me up. Cool. Talking about them fake dead kids? <laughs> It's relieving to know that (laughs) all of those crying parents on TV are just actors. You know what I mean? We're all actors, It's like if the movie um, First First Impact, um, what's it? No. If the movie Deep Impact was real and happening, that'd be some scary shit. Very upsetting. But it's just, it's actors. Yeah. So it's a good thing that it happened. that way is deep impact not a porn is that like a movie 
That is a movie about an asteroid coming, and I believe Morgan Freeman is the president of the United States. Oh, that's not... That's uh, the movie that got Barack Obama elected. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that movie was called Armageddon. No, this was... um, Armageddon was the one... um, Oh, yeah, Bruce Willis, right? Where Ar- well Armageddon was the one um, where um, like there's an asteroid coming and then Steven Tyler ruined music. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody. For all times. It's gone. It's dead. <laughs> That's when you put the guitar down and start into a comedy. It is. It is, but <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, everyone. I'm laughing a little, a little harder than it probably seems like I should be. The Buddha said that um, some about humor. So <laughs> I find this conversation to be very enlightening. <laughs> oh Jesus! Him too. Keep him out of this. <laughs> He liked to laugh.